Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. It's Andrew Duncan here, and today I am joined by Bryce Taylor from Ray White and Sandringham. I asked Bryce to come on the podcast to talk about video marketing and real estate, and and the reason is Bryce and Josh, uh, who work together, have have done some really cool property videos, probably the coolest property videos I've seen, and and, and I've seen many. And often the question of whether to use video when marketing your home is something that that a lot of my owners aren't really sure about. You know, they um, don't know whether it's going to help them get a better price or whether it's going to help them get a quicker sale. And it's uh, a part of the sort of real estate marketing world where there are so many different approaches. And we'll talk about this as we get into the podcast, but, you know, there's rolling picture shows right out to fully-fledged four-minute videos um, with action shots and drone photography and the whole work. So uh, we're going to talk about Josh and Bryce's approach and how they do it and why it uh, works so well for them. And hopefully we'll impart some advice and some tips along the way so that uh, for those of you who are thinking about selling one day in the future, uh, you'll have the knowledge to be able to use video to help you get the best possible result, which is which is what this is all about. So, but Bryce, I appreciate you taking the time. I know it's a busy time of year right now and all the market is cranking. So uh, thanks for taking some time out. It's fine. No, it's, it's good. It's good. It's a good topic to be on. Say, saying that Josh and I absolutely love um, focus on the video element to it all. Um, there's so much potential and possibilities you can go with this this medium um, compared to photos and other ideas out there. So it's yeah, I'm just enjoying being here and, and let's tackle some ideas. Before we get into the the, the real nitty gritty of it, um, perhaps if you wouldn't mind, could you introduce yourself? Uh, whereabouts are you guys based? Uh, who do you like to work with? And, uh, and and how's everything going up there at the moment? Yeah, so Josh and I are obviously real estate team. We're Ray White Sandringham um, here in Mount Albert, sorry, here in Auckland, uh, city fringe area. Generally focused in Mount Albert and Sandringham, um, but we obviously hit everything else around that city fringe where it's Mount Eden, Kingsland, Avondale, just a big circle around where we are. Um, I mean, for us, we generally like to focus on whatever we're doing. I do, I do a lot of development work myself personally, um, generally being an ex-builder. Um, it generally comes easy to me. But Josh also, between that, we also focus on the residential side too. So we generally hit kind of both different sides, whether it's selling and buying land or selling off developments or we, we also obviously do the residential side to it all where it's normal houses. So we do quite a bit of different work to be honest, but yeah, it's um, kind of comes from both different backgrounds. I see that as a real advantage too, having that that team approach. Where, you know, I've seen you guys market just yeah, yeah, really cool little two to three bedroom villas in Mount Eden, and and but you also have have done some big development type investor type deals as well. And I imagine that must be so handy in Auckland. Like if you have a client who has a maybe a, a three bedroom property, but they've got a bit of land and they're think, wondering, would this potentially be of interest to a developer? Um, you know, or maybe it is, or maybe it isn't you've got that knowledge where you can combine that sort of residential selling skill along with working with a, a big group of investors and developers. So that must be a real advantage sometimes for you guys being able to help owners know who they should be targeting with their property. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it makes for a very different approach to what other agents talk about. Um, and also we have a, a kind of, if you look at our contractors, people we use for the whole process, we've got kind of a bigger team um, than just us two. Um, so, you know, when we do take on a property that has that potential for development, we can also say, well, this is what it's worth 
to a normal person. Um, with this, this, and this work, this is what it could be worth to a developer. And so you've got your two price points there, whether they marry up or not. Um, you can kind of see where you want to position your property and who you want to position it to. Um, obviously, when you sell something in the market, you try to sell it to everybody. That cut out a little bit there, but I'll, I'll fix it up on the audio audio later. Um, it must also help protect your clients from underselling too, I imagine. Like, you know, you see situations in Auckland come through the news every now and then where someone you know, sold their property for what they thought was a great price, but it turns out it was actually pretty cheap because you can put 20 townhouses on the back of it. So, you know, having that knowledge of what sort of development properties are selling for must help protect your potential clients too, which is, you know, that knowledge is so critical. Oh, definitely. I mean, we have a list of developers that I've either worked with in the past or we've gained through the process and, you know, they – we've got a good list of people that are willing to pay the right price. Um, and so we, when we come to quote things, we, you know, when we are quoting, we're quoting based on numbers, whole numbers game. Um, and so there's, that's what the commercial side or the um, investment side generally is, is that there's a numbers game. If the numbers work out, it's a possible chance to buy it. There's a lot less emotional attachment to it. Whereas when you're obviously going to residential, you're just trying to get all the emotional attachment you can when you're trying to sell to a family. Yes. So it's two completely different sides of the, of the scope, but you need to know both to really get the most amount of money out of any property. Um, some properties obviously can't you can't do any development to, but then there is obviously other properties that have a huge spectrum for it. So at some point in this journey, you guys discovered the power of, of video marketing and, and sort of worked that into your mix of, of what you do to help help your clients. So first of all, what would you describe as video marketing for real estate? What would you? How would you define that? Well, I mean, video marketing is your kind of what well, I'd say it's more of a realistic view of the property, um, and so it's it's an entertaining way to take a photo, take a still image and show them a property that actually might hold their attention for more than what the normal photos would. Um, and as I'm going to say realistic, it's, it's very hard to, you know, not show the whole property when you're doing a video. You know, you're doing panning shots, you're, you're walking through the property, you're doing whatever you can to put in its best light. You can't really use the camera trips where you're making a room feel bigger or smaller um, that you can in a video. But then also you tend to notice a lot more in a video. So it's, it's, it gives you a lot more information than what any photos will do. So video is kind of that next step where if you're looking at saying something and increasing value in your marketing campaign or increasing buyer network, a video can really help with that, that aspect to it all. You've been really useful to a buyer. I imagine, you know, you're giving people a better feel for the place, um, a better understanding of how it flows. But uh, and also a, a, a more real representation potentially, as you say, which I think is such a good point. Um, but you're also creating a more like a, uh, to me, it seems like more of an emotional connection, you know? So, so a good video to me would have some movement in the camera and some music. Um, what I, what I hate seeing is on trade me when it says, you know, a property has a video and you click on it and it's just like a rolling picture show of still images with some with some bad music in the background, I'm like, that's not a video. That's just, I mean, I can I can flick through the photos faster with my mouse. I, I, that doesn't add anything to me. Whereas what what we're talking about today is an actual proper video where where there is some level of of flow of movement of, of footage, I guess you'd call it. Um, would that be fair to say? 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, what you say, you, you, it's when I say realistic, I'm not trying to be like and put a negative point on. I'm trying to say, you know, you, you get this idea that you can, you feel the property out, as you say, you, you get that, you get that more emotional attachment to a property than you do for photos. Um, you know, you can you can imagine yourself in the property when you're walking through the video, um, and a great video will show that to the full extent. Um, whether it's you know, you, you could just have someone cooking in the kitchen during the video. Know, chopping something up or whatever it takes, it just gives you that ability to see, well, if they're doing that, I can do that. You know, you could have a dog running around the backyard. If that, if they can have their dog there, I can have my dog there. So it gives you that emotional attachment for the video that if you can really pitch it to the right audience and know what the audience is, it can create that emotional attachment again, um, which is, I say, invaluable when you're selling a house, especially to, especially to normal, normal families and first home buyers and that and, and you feel like yeah that, that was going to be my next question so you feel like that helps you actually get the um get the best possible result for your for your owners yeah well as you say in a couple of our little one of our recent sales in the last year uh it was a property in sandringham little two-bedroom unit the focus of the video was uh, my two-year-old pup charlie running around the video and what happened was you know she's Start of the video and you see different shots of her around the house and then playing in the backyard and Charlie and I interacting through the whole video. So it's different little random shots of it. Obviously shows the house as well. The people that brought that house had a, had a dog, very similar size to Charlie. And they said, once I saw the video of Charlie and I knew that my, I knew my dog would be fine. And, you know, it's that emotional attachment that someone saw the video, saw the fact that the dog could be in there that brought them back into it and thinking, well, this could be a cool house for us and our dog. So it's, I guess, you know, it's a, it's a that's kind of lucky scenario, I guess, as well. But it also it, it brings that attachment, and whether you're doing something with a with an animal or a family, or just having a barbecue with everyone around, or just being a bit funny during the video, whether it, whatever it is, it does bring draw people in, and it draws people to watch the video and to get to know the property a lot more than what they would do just checking for the photos and going to the next one. I'll, uh, I'll put a link to that video with Charlie in the show notes for anyone who's listening to be able to check out, but it is really cool and I recommend watching it because this kind of action shot idea is, I think, a really important element to making a, a video marketing, uh, you know, a, a, a video um, for real estate really engaging. And I, I, you touched on a really cool point with buyers, you know, like once you have that emotional connection, I think it really adds value for a seller. Uh, and you see the same thing with buyers where, uh, you know, they come to a property and they look around and they start, if you hear people start talking about renovating it, like, you know, they're at the open home and they're starting to say, oh, well, maybe if we move that, you know, took out that wall or maybe if we, you know, put it on an extension here or if we built a deck out here. Like once people start renovating it in their minds, that's so, so powerful. There's that emotional connection. They're really hooked on that house. They're going to try and, you know, they're really keen to try and buy that place most likely. So what I can sort of see you're doing with your videos is kind of, grabbing that before they've even come to the property. You know, for, for that sort of buyer, you're saying, hey, this is a place where you can come and play with your dog in the backyard just like we are here. And there's a really cool element to that where it's having them picture themselves living there before they've even come to see it, which I, I don't know that you can do that easily with, with still photos. No, definitely. I mean, photos and photos and floor plans stuff have their place. I mean, say being an ex-builder, it, it's... I love to look in the floor plan and then looking at the photos because I can kind of see what I can do with the property. It's, it's just a little bit of benefit, but you, you don't get that emotional attachment with them. You, know, you see a couple of cool shots and you think, well, that room's probably just big enough. I have to go see it 
but you know what what am i looking at here what am i really looking at i had to see the house to know how it laid how it's laid out but a good video gives you everything and it should give you everything so whether it's an emotional attachment whether it's how the house is laid out or what it's like a good video will just transport you pretty much to that property before you walk through it and so the first time you walk through that property you kind of know where you are and you have the ability to actually ask good questions to an agent or buyer does to ask good questions to an agent because they've kind of already been there once and so with the video so the second time they come when they walk through the property they already know they're looking at and i'm not kind of thinking well where the hell's that bathroom that i saw in that photo (laughs) it's it's it does give that not just the emotional but the real attachment to how the house is set out they must have a feeling like they already thought i know that house they're just going to confirm what they you know what they already know which is a really cool place to be Hmm. what uh, you, you must get owners who look at it and say yeah but bryce the market's crazy hot right now why would i you know why would i spend money on a video you know everything's selling in a couple of weeks and and you know options are crazy why why do i need to go to that extent can i just put it on trade me and and, you know, the rest will take care of itself. Look, I, I'd say the same thing about video like anything else in that marketing campaign. When you start to limit things you are selling, so whether it's going for a standard trade me link to a gold link or to, from a photos to a video to drone shots, the more you give someone, the more you give every audience, the more buyers you're going to ultimately get. And the more buyers you can ultimately get, the more chance you're getting the highest value for your property. So, the benefit to having a great video, or even just a normal video, so obviously not, not still shots we talked about where you're following a few different still shots. When you have a, a good walkthrough video of a property, going through to kind of what Josh and I do, where you have the actual engagement videos for the property, um, it, it does give the people who are watching it, you know, especially if you're looking, thinking that people now put a, put a pre-option offer on a house within three days of seeing the property and you don't have one on yours, then they go put a pre-option offer on that, and that could have been your buyer. So they don't, you don't have the time now to hope that someone's going to turn up in the first, second, or third week. They generally go find a house and buy it because it's so, it's so easy to miss out. So hot market's probably way more important to have that video than anyone else, and it will have every aspect to it because you need to get all the buyers to your property than everything else, than any other property out there. Would you? Um, do you find that it helps you attract buyers from different areas too because one of the limitations of trade me is say you know someone has to look in Sandringham to find your property in Sandringham or they have to look at the neighboring suburb and search surrounding areas where with a video you can promote that on places like social media I, I imagine as part of what you guys do and actually attract people that are looking at kind of the next suburb over who might not have actually even known your property was for sale if they didn't check that part of trade me or that suburb on trade me that week so does it does it help you attract buyers that might not have otherwise seen it? Well, that's where our, actual, our engagement videos idea started, to be honest. Um, and so Josh and I, social media is a great a great tool for anything. And if you're not using social media to sell a house, as you say, you're only going to find people that are looking for your property in that area. Once you open up social media, you can you can target your advertisements or target your actual posts just to people that might be interested in a two-bedroom house on trade me they've come back to facebook and it's you've popped up on their one so social media is a big chance to find anyone in the rest of auckland who might be interested in your property um the hardest thing with social media is keeping people's attention and this is where photos don't help 
because you can scroll straight past photos of a house. If it's not the right shot, the one they weren't interested in, they'll, they'll go straight past it. With a video, you can, on social media, if you, if you put it, post it right, you can have it so it starts straight away, automatically plays. And if it engages them in the first three to five seconds of that video, they will watch the whole thing. Um, you know, we, when I first did a real estate video, I think my engagement rate was was a standard walkthrough video, like most other agents do, um, introduced myself and then went through the house and it had a engagement had a engagement rate of social media of about I think it was five percent. Josh and I changed up the idea and we changed it to this what we call now engagement videos where the first three seconds we'll do something so that will get your attention and through the rest of the video we'll give you things to keep your hold your attention. And the idea was this was to make people watch from start to finish the house. And with our engagement rates have gone from both were seeing about you know forty thousand people every time, but now engagement rates have gone from five percent to fifty. So fifty percent of the people that watch our videos watch the whole thing from start to finish. Wow. And it's an incredible incredibly different rate. That's just that case of social media can be amazing. There's fifteen thousand people that might not have seen it on you know on trade me they're now watching the full video on social media and because it's targeted towards people that are actually interested in real estate you're not just seeing people that you know something's going to random people that might go on it for a house it is going to people that are actively searching for real estate whether that's in a certain area or the fall of auckland yeah there is that ability to do it all so those fifteen thousand people can be invaluable and I, for me in Wellington, you know, when I was actively selling, you would have a situation where people would start looking at one part of town in Island Bay or Brooklyn, uh, Rontai, and then they would miss out on a few houses, find that that part, you know, was going to be challenging to buy, and then that eventually shift and start looking at the northern suburbs where I was based, like Johnsonville and Newlands and, and, and these areas. And, and so with the marketing for any properties, you wanted to kind of jump ahead, like before they started searching on Trade Me for, Johnsonville properties, you wanted to be getting those properties in front of those buyers just when they're about to make that decision to cast their net a bit wider. And and this is what we're talking about. And it must happen in Auckland a lot where you get people who are, you know, they start off maybe looking in the eastern bays and, and then, you know, they change tack and say, actually, we want to go for more city fringe areas and they, you know, they slowly move. Um, and, and if you can catch those buyers just when they're making that move, it can be really valuable, I imagine, for your, for your clients. I know it was, you know, in Wellington, hugely so. Well, exactly as you say, it's, it's, it's even to some people that aren't thinking about moving in the area. So you look at, um, you know, someone's looking at a house, let's say, as you say, Eastern suburbs, Remiera, for example, for Auckland here. You know, you've got to have an expensive house in the way that we are Remiera. And if we're selling Mount Talbot, Sandringham, you're going to get a nicer house. And when I when you chuck a property on Remiera and you see one in Mount Talbot, you might be nicer than what you're looking at. They tell you it's the same price. You can go, well, I can buy all of that in Mount Talbot. You know, and so it's this. You can you can easily grab people from from different areas, whether they are looking at it or not. And then you can, from that point, it's saying, well, let's, let's start talking about Mount Albert. Why not instead of selling you the house, I'll sell you Mount Albert. Mm. You know, I'll sell you. I'll sell you the suburb because obviously you love where you are. But I can tell you, this is just as good of a suburb as where as Remira. And so yeah, as long as you know what you're talking about and what you're doing, it's you can create that video and the idea of social media can create a lot of interest from outside areas. And that's where the video is best is best shown. And that's what it should be focused towards is social media. Um, you know, as you say, you can you can put a video on Trade Me and and most people sit there and watch it because you're there anyway. 
Um, engagement's great to give that little bit of interest and, and to try and make a connection with the property, but you need to find some way to access more people on social media and some way to get them, I guess if you're going to show your video there, you might as well find a way that makes them interested in it. Otherwise, they'll watch five seconds and turn it off. That because there's another so. post down below you. That sums it up so perfectly, man. Spot on. Mm. Uh, and that's old value, even in a hot market. I just drum that home for people as well. No matter what kind of market it is, the more property, the more buyers you can expose your property to, the, the better off you're going to be in the end. What, I'd say uh, it's probably more important in a hot market, to be honest. So the, the hotter the market, the more chance, the more property is going to come on, the more you need to stand out from the crowd. Um, you know, if, if yours are the only property online, <laughs> you know, you're the only property people can see, you could just chuck it on link. You wouldn't need any photos. People would come. But in a hot market, the more, the more and more the market gets hotter and hotter, the more you need to do to get that property to stand out from everything else. Because those buyers are making such quick decisions, I imagine. Exactly. Yeah. Are there certain types of properties that are best or that are better suited than others to using videos in your experience? Uh, I mean, if we're looking at what Josh and I do, the commercial side, the commercial side, not commercial, but the investment side of it also, when you're looking at blocks of units and stuff, it's, it's not as, not as relevant. Um, okay. We can get a few good words across and, and talk to people a few things, but we can write that in the text as well. Um, and again, people are going to be interested that they're going to be interested, you know, it, it, but the, that, re, that residential family orientated or first home buyer side or just, professional side anyone who's actually buying it for themselves or an investment a small investment property is yeah brilliant it's, it is where it's the best focus so whether you've got a one bedroom unit or a six bedroom brand new mansion somewhere you know it, it is they're all going to show well in a video it's just a case of having the right video done for your property um and how you can focus that and show off a good part of it. Every house has got its reasons why someone brought it um, and what awesome and why someone threw some love into it and did some renovations or, you know, or what the best thing about the property is. Every house has great, great attributes, whether you think it has or not. It's just a case of taking, if you bought it for some reason, someone else probably buy the house for that reason as well. So let's find out what's great about the property. Let's talk about what's awesome about it and let's focus on that, show that off in the video try and make some way to make people engage with that idea and yeah, really get it, really get it moving. Otherwise, you know, whether it's a, a renovation, renovated kitchen, recently renovated kitchen, you can focus on it. You know, you can sit there and get someone cooking in the kitchen. You can have a few people drinking a couple of wines and, and popping some wine in the kitchen, showing you just how awesome this new kitchen is, which will make people engage with how, how nice that new kitchen is, whether, you know, or it could just be, the house is more affordable than everything else in the area. You know, it could be the worst house on the best street. That's still a selling point. And I think you, you guys oh. do a good job of showing that you, you had one property which was you know walking distance to Cornwall Park and you had a cool way of introducing that, which I'll I'll link to in the show notes as well. But it can be about the location of the property. You know, it's not necessarily even a, a, a feature of the property which is the most redeeming factor. It could just be literally mm-hmm. where it is. So um, there's a good message there that, you know, people shouldn't presume, owners shouldn't presume that their property isn't video worthy uh it's just about having someone who can you know find the find the, the the benefits of the property that are worth explaining and showing off to to as many buyers as possible yeah well i say creating that engagement it's all it all it takes 
And so you can hope to create that engagement so then you can hope to actually get the interest levels and the emotional attachments to the property. That's what the video is made for. Do you, next question for a lot of people might be, how much does it cost? Uh, what's, are people spending a lot of money to do this sort of thing? Is it an expensive part of the marketing mix? Yeah, I mean, it's actually not a huge cost. I mean, for compared to some other costs that comes on with marketing it's, and for how kind of beneficial it can be, it's not a huge cost. Um, Josh and I, we actually have um, our our videographer is actually a director as well. So he is a little more expensive than most, than most people out there, but it's still insane that it's about $350 to $400 per house, wow. um, which is, again, brilliant for him to do it for us. Um, again, he's started again his building his business up, so the benefit of us having him is it comes out in amazing, amazing production and the, some of the transitions and everything he takes on is incredible um, that no one else really does in, in the industry. So it's awesome having him. But there is just the normal videos that will cost you from 250 upwards and there were some videos that will cost you over $1,000. It really depends how much money you want to, you're willing to put into it. You know, If you're taking a home that's worth, and you will sit here in Auckland, a home that's worth $3 million, and you drop $200 into a video, you're kind of doing your house a disservice. We might as well take that. We'll take that video. We'll take, we'll get some flowers. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll get some people in, whether it's Josh and I, or get some actors in or whatever it is, um, get some food going, get some of this paper, a couple more little things that we can make a video happen. And so where the video can become more expensive is when you're trying to show off some highlights of the property if you need some props to use, really. So whether it's a cheese platter or a bottle of champagne or whatever goes on, that can add a little bit to the price, but it's, it can be and can be invaluable on the whole idea as well. Um, Josh and I's next idea: we've got a house coming up. Um, this will be coming up in February. We're going to do a full-on barbecue, so we're going to have around about twenty people at a house and cooking a barbecue. Everyone's sitting around a table and in and out property, running around. We'll get pop some champagne. We'll do a big kind of this big thing because the house itself is set up so well for indoor outdoor flow. It's got an awesome outdoor barbecue area and it is the selling feature of the house. It's from that kitchen out to the backyard area. Then out the front, it's got this awesome view straight out over the Manukau Harbour. And so again, it's will pop champagne at nighttime over top of that, that Manukau Harbour and, and show off how great the view is at both sides. And that adds to the price, obviously. So from there, we're probably looking at a $600 video because we're adding the food and we're adding the people to come in, we're adding a few other things. But then again, that little bit extra can be invaluable because that will create that attachment and emotional attachment for everyone else who's looking at the video. Yeah, that's so cool, man. That's so cool. Awesome idea. What do you? What would you say most agents do wrong when it comes to real estate videos? Oh, it's simple. Um, and I mean... <laughs> It's something that I did my first video and I, I, I want to do it again. Um, it's introducing yourself at the start. Um, most agents will go on for 20 seconds and introduce themselves, talk about themselves for 20 seconds of the video, something that a customer's paid for as well and or clients pay for, sorry. And, and they'll, they'll sit there going, hi, my name's Bryce Taylor from Ray White Sandringham. Um, you know, this is the property here and it's this, this, that and that. You've got three bedrooms, two bathrooms, a great kitchen and I'm just standing outside talking about a property and you haven't even seen any of this yet. You know, and you're going, well, it's great talking about it. Can I see through the property? But it, it just turns people off. You know, it, it doesn't engage with anybody. It doesn't really 
do much more than to advertise the agent uh, who's saying it. It's, it is kind of an ego boost and an ego trip, um, not to be too, too fine a point on it, but it, it, um, it does, it can just attract, especially if you're looking to, to move to that social media marketing and trying to get that engagement on social media, you will lose, if the agent stands up front of your property, especially if he's on the street, not even in front of your house, and talks about himself or herself for the first five, ten seconds of that video, your, your engagement levels would be here 5% or less. So you spend all this money on video, you spend all this money on targeting it, and you can do whatever you want for the rest of the video, but no one watched it because they got bored in the first five seconds. You have the most beautiful property in the world, but no one's going to see it. Exactly. And so all you should have paid for was, was photos. But, I mean, and as I say, if, if someone is really interested, they still watch it. So a great video with them, with them marketing themselves. Don't be turned off if the agent does do it. Um, but it, is, it, it doesn't help. It definitely does not help the video at all. And especially if, if, if the agent's not paying for the video, they shouldn't be advertising themselves in my idea. You know, unless you want to pay for the video yourself, you should not be sitting there trying to advertise yourself at the start of the video. It's a little bit disrespectful. No, I think it's um, it's a credit to you guys that you you do an awesome job of advertising yourselves by by showing your creativity by coming up with okay, what's the number one benefit of this home that we want to that we want to use straight away or that we want to show straight away, and how do we work that into a creative, fun way to start a video? I think that that is the best way to market yourselves as as real estate agents, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and saying it's, it's seeing more people too. If I wanted to market myself, I, I would rather see more people. So see those 15,000 people watch my full video or things that we're doing throughout it, then see 500 people or 400 people see and know my name at the start of the video who are going to forget it anyway. So it's, it's I mean, there's, there's no benefit in marketing yourselves. It just turns people off. And, it, and um, but yeah, you really got to get them engagement at the start. And the faster you can do that, the faster you can get someone's attention and hold and try and hold their attention, the easier it is to, to keep that attention going. So if you get them to want to watch, they will watch at least 20, 30 seconds. And if in that next 20, 30 seconds, if you can hold their attention past it, whether it's how great the house is or it's you doing something to keep their attention, you're still going to have them for the rest of the video. And if you get the attention twice, you'll have the whole thing going. To, to go from 5% engagement to 50%, that's just insane. I mean, that, that just speaks for itself. That's, uh, that shows the real power of it. And, and, but, it, you know, it might be a two-minute video, but it's all about that first three to five seconds, as you say. It is definitely, isn't it? That's all it takes. I mean, you look at a lot of the videos Josh and I do, the introduction's five seconds long, and then it's just shots of the house, um, you know, because the – the engagement's there, whether it was a little joke about the property or it was you know, a little cheesy intro about the property. Um, as you say, with that one in Pai here, we essentially showed how close it was from um, Cornwall Park by me pretending to run from Cornwall Park to there and get there within a second. You know, and that, and that introduction was a quick you know, five-second introduction with me running and Josh doing a little bit of talking. But... I mean, we, I'm a little bit silly. I like to do things a bit different than everybody else, but it, it, it does definitely help. And it, it, that makes people hold their attention because um, I think, well, are they going to do something else? Or actually, I'm interested in this video now. Let's, let's keep watching through. So, yeah, it's, it's an, an, it can be an incredible rate, um, an incredible thing to do. You just kind of really got to know how to, how to hold it. You need to make something happen early. You need to make something happen in the first three to five seconds. Otherwise, you'll lose your whole, most of your audience. And the people that are really interested will stay. But the people that might be interested 
they'll take off. You've got, to get, got to get a benefit on that straight away. I love that. Mm. How, speaking of uh, length of time, is there? A, have you found that there's a an ideal kind of overall length of time of the video, whether that's you know ninety seconds or three minutes or two minutes, or does it just depend on on the property itself? Um. To be honest, there's two different schools of thought of this. Um, for for Josh and I, it's mainly just show off what we can about the property. So we want to show all the good parts of it. Um, depending on the idea, the video will be as long as it needs to be. I don't want it to drag on um, because, you know, I would rather get you through seeing the best parts of the property. So if it's a smaller house, it's probably going to be a shorter video. And this a small house has a lot of great little features on it. But if it's, you know, it's a bigger house, it might take a bit long because we'll show you through more of the house. We'll take you on a bigger journey. If it's something like the video we'll be doing the barbecue, it's probably longer again because there's more shots of us doing something, more engagement shots. Whereas the other school of thought is Facebook and social media, Instagram, quite like videos that are over three minutes long. So, <laughs> And they'll show them to more people. So we don't do videos that long because I don't think they, I think it does help people turn off the video. But then again, they quite like videos that are longer again. So you, when you sit there thinking, well, what, how long do I want a video to be? You do when it's over three minutes long, if you can find a reason to do it. Facebook will show it to more people just because they can, because they like it more. So it's kind of hard to know really. Um, we haven't really tried videos that long, but yeah, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to waste time. I wouldn't want to just show for, show images of the same room over and over again because I'm trying to add time and try to get to that level. I'd rather just show you the great points, keep you keep you interested, and show you through the whole property. Um, I think that's all it really takes. So as far as timing, it's probably based on each property individually. I think that's a cool approach, and you know, I think uh, it's you know make it as long as, as as it goes to the point where it's still adding value, it's still showing them something new, and, and at that point, the the job's done. Um, so otherwise, yeah, you're right. If you started to sort of fill it with, you know, the same image again and again, just to hit the right note for the Facebook algorithm, you know, to be over yeah, three definitely. minutes long, then buyers will cotton on to that. Just be like, okay, this is a bit boring. Um, yeah, and I, I would say your engagement rate will, will, will flow down as well. I mean, you're yeah. still getting up here watching it, and you'll still probably see a lot of people. But as far as the engagement rate of people using that to come to the property. I mean, as well as I mean, to be honest, every time we've done a video, and a few people in the street have commented on the, the fact that Josh, they know who Josh and I are, and the the biggest benefit to what Josh and I do in the video is where it's a little bit more cheesy and silly. Is people feel relaxed when they come to us, right? And so, because we're not trying to be this really, we we try to be professional, but as long as we're not being an incredibly professional thing on video, it, it people do feel relaxed with us, and I guess the rest of the video, you feel more comfortable with the house at the same time. So when we're taking you through and showing you things because of the relaxation that we give you, you can kind of feel that through the rest of the house too. Um, but yeah, so it's a, it's a great medium. It's just needs to be utilized right. It's, um, it's a message I'd really you know want to uh, impart to potential sellers too. And it's something I learned in my career is what you've touched on that, there's a real value to putting buyers at ease and mm. uh, because what that does is it, is it helps them to then focus on what they like about the house and, and whether they like the house or not in the first place and whether they want to buy it rather than, you know, they don't have any sort of engagement with you. They don't see how you sound or what you look like or that you're, you know, pretty fun, relaxed dudes. 
And until you bring those walls down, they're going to spend a lot of time being worried about whether they're getting screwed over, whether you're hiding something from them, whether there's something wrong with the house they should be figuring out. Um, Whereas if you can create that level of comfort really quickly, it allows them to to shift to actually just focusing on the property, which is where they should be focused. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's you can build trust you can um but you can also help to alleviate a bit of the especially first home buyers i mean you look at people that haven't been in this process before don't have the questions to ask and just want a bit of guidance through the whole process they feel comfortable with you they'll come and ask you a couple of questions and they'll be very open-ended questions because i'm not sure exactly sure what i'm trying to ask i just know i should be asking something and so you sit there and, and, and the more comfortable they feel with you, the more chance they will ask a question like that where they would instead of being like, oh, can you give me a limb? Because that's the only thing I've ever heard to ask. You might come through and actually ask a, a more open-ended question to get a full-on response about the house or just ask about the property itself, um, even just show your interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and they stay in the market is, is, can help us sell you the property. I think so too. And there's still, when I coach, you know, clients who are looking at going on the market, there still seems to be this perception out there in the public space that, you know, as an owner, you should hire a, a bulldog, a tough negotiator, a real grizzled, you know, um, real estate agent who's going to go out and, and just demand the best possible price by way of their brute force of personality. But, you know, in my <laughs> opinion, what you actually want as a seller is, it's far more valuable to hire someone who is going to be really good at, at putting buyers at ease and making them feel comfortable with the process and make them feel that they're dealing with a professional agent who knows what they're doing, who isn't going to harass them. And I think that actually is going to allow buyers to become interested in your property, form an emotional connection with it, and, and then try and do their best to buy it. I mean, to me, that's of so much more value than the kind of old school um you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hound buyers until they pay top dollar kind of approach that some some owners weirdly still seem to to be attracted to. Yeah, well, I remember when I first started, and the game was I, I say I only started recently, but the first place I was at, and the talk, hearing a few people talk, it was like there's three bedrooms, two bathrooms. How much do you want to spend? And you're like, wait, well, hold up, you, you're asking them like really early how much they want to spend the property. They haven't even probably looked through the house. You know, they, they've, they've seen these three bathrooms and two bedrooms. They can count. You know, it's 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 not it's not a hard process. It's um, but as you say, the whole thing with selling is, is creating a connection. Um, whether that's getting to know the customer or them being them getting to know you. Um, the whole to sell anything, you need to have a story. You need to have connection. Um, and so you need to get to know first your client and their relationship with the property so that you can get the story going. And then you need to be able to be comfortable, have the buyers comfortable enough for you that you can have a proper conversation with them. Otherwise, if you can't get proper conversations on both sides, you just you just won't have the interest level. You won't have the people interested in your property. They'll go and find somewhere else where someone will talk to them like they're human beings, um, which is the weirdest thing. I think that's so true. That's so cool, man. It's so nice to hear you talk about it that way. And I think that's the that's the modern way to sell real estate. So well done for for realizing that, you know, early on and, and I'm sure it'll put you guys in good stead for the future. Cheers for that, mate. So um for uh, for clients who are in that city fringe area of Auckland and who who want to, you know, have an outstanding job done for them if they are thinking about going on the market, what is the very best way for them to get in touch with you, Bryce? Uh, in touch with us. Um I mean, as you've got to put on this, we're going to have a 
you can have our website for the videos. So on our website, there's about a million different ways you can contact us, whether it's Facebook uh, Messenger, whether it's calling, whether it's emailing, whether it's anything. Our, Facebook, our website will hit you in any, any different way. Um, that's joshandbryce.co.nz. Um, all our videos are on there if anyone wants to go look at them. So if you just go onto our website and then go to the video page, all the videos we've done ever since we started these engagement videos are on there. And they actually do have a little bit of um, information to show how much engagement they got over the campaign. Um, obviously, some campaigns are shorter than others and some campaigns are longer, but, yeah, they show you that good engagement level. Um, that can be a great source. But for us, it's a simple thing. Just give us a call, give us an email, however you want to get in contact with us and we'll help out. Um, whether you're just interested in wanting to see if, if you think the video idea is good for you for you or not, um, we're more than happy to help. If you're, um, if, so if you're based outside of Auckland and you're thinking about selling, make sure you go and check out that website as well because you, know, you can you can see those videos, see what a good example of a real estate video marketing is, and you can even show that to your agent in Wellington or Christchurch or Invercargill or wherever it might be and say, hey, this is what I want to try and achieve for my property because you can use that as a, as a beacon, as a, as a guiding light. Exactly. Tell them to call me and I'll help them find an idea as well. <laughs> but um, but I mean it, it's not a hard process, and and, and if, if 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 agents and everyone out there as well want want to learn about the process and want to learn just little tips and tricks, more than happy to help. Um, it does really help you when you're selling on the, on the house side of it. Um, I say Josh and I, it, it's invaluable. We have people. We probably every open home, every day we do an open home, we'll have someone talking about the video. If not one to five people talk about it. They'll come in and they'll tell us how great the video was or what they liked about it or something. You know, it is a very big sticking point. And because of that, we start more conversations than we, we would have done normally because then they'll wait to tell us about the video. You know, instead of just walking out the house, they'll tell us, oh, I love the video because I saw this, that, or that. You know, it's, um, and so, yeah, it can be a great way to talk to customers as well. So if, if anyone does want help or wants to know, Know, have I got a house you need ideas for and more than welcome you to contact, contact with me or Josh and we'll help out anywhere we can thanks Bryce that's so kind appreciate your time and thank you for sharing all your knowledge and experience with, uh, with our listeners